devoted to bringing you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Well, thank you for tuning in. Our passage for today is going to come from the book of Daniel, chapter 5, starting in verse 17. It says, Then Daniel answered and said before the king, Let your gifts be for yourself and give your rewards to another. Nevertheless, I will read the writing to the king and make known to him the interpretation. O king, the most high God gave Nebuchadnezzar your father kingship and greatness and glory and majesty. And because of the greatness that he gave him, all peoples, nations, and languages trembled and feared before him. Whom he would, he killed, and whom he would, he kept alive. Whom he would, he raised up, and whom he would, he humbled. But when his heart was lifted up and his spirit was hardened so that he dealt proudly, he was brought down from his kingly throne, and his glory was taken from him. He was driven from among the children of mankind, and his mind was made like that of a beast, and his dwelling was with the wild donkeys. He was fed grass like an ox, and his body was wet with dew of heaven, until he knew that the Most High God rules the kingdom of mankind and sets over it whom he will. And you, his son, Belshazzar, have not humbled your heart, though you knew all of this. But you have lifted yourself up against the Lord of heaven, and the vessels of his house have been brought in before you, and you and your lords, your wives and your concubines, have drunk wine from them. And you have praised the gods of silver and gold, of bronze, iron, wood, and stone, which do not see or hear or know. But the God in whose hand is your breath and whose are all your ways, you have not honored. We're all familiar with the scene. The quarterback throws a 50-yard bomb down the left sideline to his deep threat wide receiver, who beats the corner to catch the ball and run it into the end zone for six points. Sometimes he executes a well-choreographed celebration with his teammates. Sometimes he points to his chests and taunts the opponent's fans. But sometimes... He gets down on one knee and thanks God for the gifts of athleticism that he has been given and the opportunity to make a big play. Now, it's impossible for us to know if this is done out of genuine devotion and piety or merely superstition. Either way, the gesture always hits me much more strongly than the guy who does the Superman in the end zone. Our text deals with a similar situation. And it's something that occurs multiple times in the book of Daniel. A king finds success in riches. And rather than thanking God, from whom all blessings flow, the king rises up in pride at his own accomplishments. This is something that Nebuchadnezzar had done multiple times, as is referenced in the section we just read. The last time as punishment, God took his mind away. He lived like an animal for seven years. Now we are brought to his descendant Belshazzar, who goes a step beyond his forebearer. He taunts the God of heaven. The context for our passage is at a party, where, with an enemy army, basically at the gates, the king and his guests get so drunk that they think it's a good idea to go fetch the gold and silver vessels from the temple in Jerusalem to drink from. God then sends a prophecy to the king by way of a phantom hand. And you've now heard Daniel's well, the beginning of Daniel's interpretation of the thing. Belshazzar is in a position of wealth, power, and influence. And rather than honoring God, he thumbs his nose at him. So God's going to take his kingdom away. That very night, the Persians arrive and conquer Babylon. Sometimes scripture has a nuanced theological lesson for us to chew on and process. And other times our takeaway is simple. 
In this case, it's simple. Honor God. When you experience blessing or success, when you obtain a position of power and influence, remember who gave it to you. Remember who put you there. God blesses us to be a blessing. God puts us in places where he can use us to be his hands and feet. And when we start thinking that we got where we did because we're pretty great after all, that's when we get into trouble. So how do we do it? I think we honor God and our successes in two ways. One is in private and with gratitude. In our private prayer times, we need to practice the habit of thanking God for the many good things that he gives us. That includes our talents, resources, and opportunities. Gratitude helps keep us from holding on to things too tightly. When we recognize that everything we have, even the things that we worked very hard to gain, are at base a gift, we don't feel quite so entitled to them. And two, we honor God in public and with expectation. As I said earlier, we are blessed to be a blessing. When God gives us successes, resources, opportunities, we should be prepared to honor God with our lips and be expectant that God is going to give us an opportunity to use those blessings to love others. So the next time you score the game-winning touchdown, take a knee. Give God the glory. Scripture reminds us that there is blessing in store when you do, and often much difficulty when you do not. God, we thank you for this story from the book of Daniel. Help us to remember that every good and perfect gift comes from above, and that we do well to honor you, both in private with our gratitude and in public with the way that we praise you and with the way that we are ready to love others through our opportunities and through our blessings. God, help us to do this. Guide us in your wisdom, in your mindset, in your heart. We will give you all the praise and glory for it. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you for tuning in for another edition of Let's Talk. Church family, you are loved. Have a blessed day.